we're back. Actually, I have to say we, we've taken like a we took a week off by total my fault, but I had a number of people asking me when we do the next pod. So I feel, it's pretty good, right? Oh, we had a listener, Ethan in Indianapolis, reach out, wonder when the next pod is. So shout out, Ethan. My wife was like, you haven't recorded a pod in a while. I'm like, all right. I know my wife just yelled down to me. Can you bring the twins some water? I go, I, I got to record. You're going to have to come down and get the glass of water. I'm on camera, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start golf. Let's just dive right into it. We'll start golf. rollback. Who, who knew there'd be so much to talk about on December 5th in the golf world? But yeah. Lots going Not on. Not to mention Grant Thornton this week. We can get into picks later. PNC but, coming right, up. Rollback, rollback. Couple things in the rollback. I'll start. Yes. Okay, we can get into the rollback of the ball. But if it's that big of a concern that these guys are getting too good for the length of the courses and they can't lengthen them anymore, why not just remove driver from the bag instead of rolling the ball back is my suggestion. You're allowed 14 clubs. How about no driver allowed? Well, so, yeah, so what do you define as a driver? Like, I mean, like you're, if you take the driver out, then three was a driver. Yeah. I, I've, I've heard crazy things like like make a no tease, right? So if you go no tease, which would never happen, then yeah. you couldn't have these big drivers with the high center of gravity. You'd have yeah. to go more like three-wood profiles. But that's kind of silly because you can't take tease out of it. But you're basically saying like make the – you got to rein the, the driver head in. And make it more like a three-wood. Yeah, that's what I – instead of rolling the ball back. And then yeah. we've talked about this too. Besides besides the majors, to get generate interest, because I, I think the elevated fields is going to die down interest this year because it's the same thing over and over again. Why not do crazier formats like, hey, this tournament's irons only. No woods. Oh, you just know, like, no, I'm not saying for the major. I'm just saying for like the John Deere, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Think outside the box, because are you in favor of the rollback? Because I'm not. Oh, I, I couldn't care less. I, I think I think that what they should do is bifurcation. And it's it's only because like Titleist and all these guys make so much money off of selling equipment that like and they basically run the sport behind the scenes yeah. that like bifurcation doesn't happen. Like you can have metal bats in college and wooden bats in in the pros because no one's I don't think there's really bat money flowing around. Right. Like no one really cares, but like it makes total sense to roll it back because like the, what, what they're talking about. I don't under, I don't understand why there's such an outrage from like me or you or like any the recreational golfer will see absolutely zero effect in this. And, and you know why I, I play with a whole bunch of different guys. None of them have like optimized the ball that none of them play like pro V ones all the time. They're playing whatever's in the bag. So you're already right. playing something that isn't like getting every yard out of what you can do. Not to mention only the pros are like, yeah, I carry my driver 286 yards and that happens all the time. Right. It's like, like some yeah. guy, if, if you say like, Hey, you hit that one five yards shorter. It's like, how the hell would they know? Yeah. One right? time and, I hit my seven iron 170. So I'm going to pull it out here over water going 170. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and, and the manufacturers, right? Like the seven iron now is a five iron from 20 years ago because they just yeah. lengthen them and then they just turn down the, the the degrees a little bit. So they're already juicing what you think you're hitting variety of distances. So literally yeah. like the club manufacturers, if they just took every iron and decreased the loft by a degree, it would offset anything. So you'd be like, oh, I can still have my seven iron, whatever, 170 yards. But 
Yeah, it, it, I, I think it's it's completely idiotic that they don't just do a bifurcation because then you could bring in, it'd be so cool if like Augusta was still playing like the proportions that like it should should be played, yeah. right? Like Tiger was the first one that was hitting it down these slopes and having like 120 yards in on, on par fives. But right. like, but that was how like somehow Augusta held up for 70 years or whatever it was. And then they had to like totally revamp it. Um, but yeah, or, like, make, or make the courses harder. Like sure. More, more if you miss the green, you're screwed type of shots. For pros, yeah, like not the, 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 the pros are just the pros are so good that the only thing you can do is like is rein in like the equipment a little bit because sure, in the fairways. when you're talking about a we're talking about a five percent rollback on like a pro v one, all that is is going back to like the 2012 model of the pro V one, right? It's like, these guys are like, Oh, how could I ever do it? It's like, we're not even going to go back to the equipment that you played like college golf with. Like, we're going to go to like the equipment that you were playing like six years ago. And that's it. Like the ball. I don't know what you're doing. Who like, (laughs) why, why? Like, was there really this outrage from the community of fans and ratings? Like calling for this? Who was calling for this? Oh, I I love that we're not on the same page with this. I I've been, I've been calling for this for so long. I think it's for crazy. Rollback? Yeah, it's crazy. I've been calling for harder courses. Make missing the fairway a real penalty. No, the 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 balls and the clubs have gotten way too good for these guys. Like I totally think that the pros should have like four hundred cc heads and should roll the ball back. Like I shouldn't, right? Because like I can hit it pretty far, but it goes all over the place. Like it's it's not the equipment, right? Like I can optimize that stuff, but I still like hit it out of bounds. But like these guys, like the reason why I got into watching golf was Tiger Woods was not a fairways and greens guy, right? Go and look on YouTube and look like Tiger Woods. Bubba Golf, Phil. Well, no, like they had Tiger Woods highlights, Phil Mickelson highlights. It's them from other fairways. It's them in the rough. It's like when Tiger's going down, you're like, he could. Tiger, the RBC shot out of the bunker over the water. Yeah. It's like, it was more entertaining when you were like, I'm not sure if he's going to hit it straight. And part of that was because he was playing these shitty like Nike clubs because they were paying him a hundred million dollars a year. Like I've hit some of the, I used to like hit those clubs he was playing with in like 2001. They were so fucking awful. He should have just like played persimmon. Right. And he probably would have been 10 times straighter if he played tailor-made or Titleist back in the day. So I think it's become way too predictable. Like when when Rom's when Rom is coming down the, the stretch of the Masters, it's like, well, he's gonna hit that like high peeler cut 320. Like, and he's gonna have a wedge in his hand. It's not, it like takes the drama out because like like these guys are so dialed in and like can optimize everything. And like 350, like it, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. I liked Having, I feel like like baseball's got a hundred mile an hour pitch, right? You know, if it's like one hundred and one, that's fucking fast, right? And up until like two thousand five, if you hit it over three hundred, it just felt like oh man, over three hundred, that was a big drive by John Daly, right? Because everyone else was hitting like two ninety, yeah. And it's just like it. I like having those nice like benchmark. Yeah, Harrison now, English like, hits at two ninety now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, and here he just hit it 370. It's like, okay, 
Cool. No, you got to roll it back. Oh, I would, I would take it all the way back. You, you know, the story of, um, of Tiger at, uh, but why, sorry to cut you off, but why roll it back for amateurs? Th- that's what I'm saying. Bifurcation. It, that, yeah, it no, was, but they're not doing that. Yeah. They're not doing it because the, the manufacturers pushed back. And they were like, we don't want to spend R&D on making amateur balls and pro balls. I'm going to spend so much money buying up the last of these balls. By the way, you have seven years to do it. Like, everyone's freaking yeah, out. Not, not right then, now. It's like, it's like, like, like some 35-year-old, like, you know, PGA Tour mule is like, I can't believe they're rolling the ball back. It's like, dude, you will be retired. You will not be on tour when this actually happens. Like, don't worry about it, guy. Yeah. But no, but no, the ball. So, so you know, you know, Tiger at the at Pebble Beach in two thousand, right? Yeah. Do you know of his golf ball? How he only had one ball left in his bag. That one. That story. No. So that was that was the time when everyone was still playing a wound ball. So everyone was playing like the Titleist Professional ninety or whatever it was called, right? And that was that was like the the tour standard. And then Tiger had this guy who was like the R&D guy from like Bridgestone or whatever, eventually came over to Nike. But he developed what was basically the same concept for the Pro V1, which is this like it's a solid core ball and it can, you know, it can make the driver go one thing, but also spin or whatever. And so, so I guess they like, it was under top secret lock and key. He put it in his bag um, at some tournament in like the BMW and like, um, uh, some European tournament, like right before the U.S. Open, and he won by like ten shots. And he was, and you, you can like look it up, and he's basically like, "This ball like doesn't move. Like I can't curve this ball; it just goes fucking straight." So he put it in the bag, and if you look, there's it's basically he won the U.S. Open yeah. in the wins because everyone else was playing with this soft, wound, spinny ball, and he had this prototype Nike ball that was the pro V one playing against like these wound things. And it was just cutting through the wind. So like, yes, he has massive skill, but literally the golf ball is at least like 10 strokes that specific, that actual tournament. Yeah. It's like a total thing. There's articles on it. No, I believe it. I believe it. I'm but talking about the amateurs. If, if, I think it that that thing difference, if it makes that much of a difference, like, like what were people still watching in 2000? Like, yeah. Like, was he bombing drives in 2000? Yeah. It's the yeah. same swing, same everything, only this golf ball just goes too far. Besides the golf ball, why not for pros regulate the driver so it's driver a smaller smaller sweet spot so if you miss hit the driver, nowadays there's no penalty for a bad driver, really. 100%. But same thing, it's it's all the manufacturers, right? Because if, because like, I I have the same t- titleist driver as Jordan Spieth, like, I didn't buy it because of that, but like I can say, oh hey, he's using my same driver, so they they can't. But he's like, also getting it tuned up in the uh, trailer every tournament, and you're you're whipping it out in Scottsdale after not touching oh, it. Yeah, no, they they dial in the shafts and everything else, but like, yeah, it's it's the manufacturers. That's that's the only reason. Yeah, I would love I mean, to see more of its fairways. Right? They're trying like, to grow. The, they're trying to grow the game and and get more ratings. And then with like everything going on with live and like the elevated prize pools and half these tournaments don't even make money. It's like, what are we, what are we doing here for amateurs? Like the, the structure of golf, like totally needs to change. Like it, it should just be, it should just change to be like the majors and then like 
five or six kind of other events around that, maybe some kind of playoffs. And then there should be like a team fall thing. Like there's, there's gotta be another way where all this comes together in the next five years. But man, I'm so in favor of the rollback. So in favor of it. Make it harder. It's, for, pros, it's, for pros, I agree. The amateurs yeah. is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. But you, no, no amateur is going to, like, literally, besides, like, scratch golfers will not be able to tell a difference because, like, like when I when I get golf balls, I don't pay four, $5 of a Pro V1. I go on and I get them used where they fish them out of, like, TPC sawgrass. Yeah. So, like, and then it's a bunch of Pro Vs from, like, two, three years ago. And they're still really good, but like, I don't know, just throw it down. Like, I can't tell the difference if it's a 2023 or a 2018 Pro V. And that's all, that's all it is. I have no you shame. I, I, that promise. I have no shame. I whip out the Kirkland Signature Golf Ball. No right. shame. So, so already, no, no, that's a swing motor, baby. So, so, right, so, so there might, there's probably going to be no change to the Kirkland Ball, right? I hope it's, no, no, it's not. They haven't changed the price of hot dogs. They better not change the ball. No, but like, like the the only balls that would have to change are the ones that are like, like the top of the line engineered to maximize these like fast swing speeds. Yeah. Right. So if the Kirkland ball conforms, which it probably does, it probably flies ten percent shorter than like the Pro V One X. Like I have no idea, right. but that ball is probably already conforming. It's only like, it's the sixty dollar dozen balls that each manufacturer makes. Those are the only ones that will potentially change. I think. All right. So don't worry. Don't give up the game. In seven years, you know. Well, the funny thing for amateurs, it's I think, yeah, your buddies are going to get together. But I think the real growth in golf is the uh, is going to be virtual golf for amateurs. Yeah, it's got to be. Well, I don't know. I I think I think the rise of these like golf facilities, like cool destination ones where it's like more than one course, is is where like golf is kind of going where like we're actually we um a bunch of buddies from town we're doing the um one in frisco didn't you send me that on instagram i sent you that i have a i have a buddy yeah. who i believe is a it listener was, was we're going there in april i'll reach out to, i won't name his name i don't know if he well, his corporate sponsorship's not pending yet he's <laughs> he's down there i'll have to get his review yeah so it's like it's 218 i think it's like 218s a short par three course and a putting course Putting course. Every okay. Sorry to cut you off. Every like new that. resort needs to have a putting course. Yeah. Because uh, let's say bachelor party guys trip, everyone gets there that first night. First thing they're going to do is the putting course. Putting course. Break out the irons. Play the par three. Make it yeah. like light it up. Do like night golf stuff like that. There's. there's I'm going to turning. Stone, I'm going to turning stone with some of my high school friends, um, <laughs> in uh, 2024, and the first the first day we're playing the par three. There you go. That's the first thing we're doing. Part, is part three. so much fun. I feel like that's like the way to like, I think keep the interest level higher is to like make more accessible, like fun formats where yeah. it's not, you just like going out there and getting beat up. Like yeah, I, for the amateurs. I, I, yeah, no, for the amateurs, like for, I, I think it'd be really fun to have like, like a par three course only instead of four inch holes, six inch holes. How much, how much fun would it be every once in a while to be like draining 30 footers? Yeah. Right? Or like, cool. You know, like, like just mess around with it. Right. Like just try something where it's like, Hey, like 
like McGee, you could shoot like five under par because we had this bucket of a hole and you're sinking <laughs> chips, right? You're like, you're draining long ones. Like who knows? I, I don't know what you could do, but like the game is like the game is separating where like the top guys are getting so much better because they can optimize all this stuff. Yeah. And then like, I can't imagine the average handicap is like changing at all. No matter what, what do you think? Do. So the bigger hole, I, this is my idea. I don't know why courses don't do it. Cause you would tip these guys. Each hole has a green reading caddy available to the group. Just the, guy just, the guy just hangs out at the green the whole day. That's He'll not bad. The pin, he'll read the putt if you want it. Love it. Go on to the next hole. Love it. Just, just have, just have a guy, a lit, a, a lights night course par three with guys at every hole, hanging out, reading putts. That'd be great for amateur, dude. I think it's a brilliant yeah. idea. I can't read putts. Yeah, that's a good idea. You wouldn't want to call a guy in to read a putt for you. You would definitely scratch a few strokes up around. Oh yeah, yeah. No, if you're in a new place and the guy's just been watching this one 12 footer all day, it's like, oh yeah, two cups the out. The longest putt I ever hit in my life was at Locust Hill <laughs> Country Club. With my friend Ryan Smith's dad, it's at hosted an LPGA event uh, for years. Right. I'm lined up like this on like a 40 footer, and he's standing like way over here. And I'm backswing. He goes, "Hey, McGee." I stop. He goes, "You're gonna want to aim over here, about 40 feet to the right of where I was aiming." Right. And I was like, "Yeah, that's where I was aiming." I end up putting it right at him where he told me to. This thing winds in from 40 feet. This was 25 years ago. I still think about that putt. The best. Yes. So green greens reading caddy on every hole. Think about it. Love it. Love it. Do you want any other thoughts? Don't be scared of rollback. There's a lot of other ways that we could improve the game. Okay. For the before we go though, for the pros, why aren't they making it harder? If a more of a penalty if you miss the fairway. So many of these guys miss the fairway in these Joe Blow tournaments, and it's not a negative stroke off the tee because they missed the fairway. Like, why yeah. not? Before you do that, why aren't you raising the rough during regular tournaments? Or instead of having a freaking runway to hit the driver into, why aren't yeah. they trying any of that stuff? It's tough because, yeah, because there's not much they can do anymore, right? You can either grow, like, the rough, wrap the fairway super high or, like, dry out the green so balls basically bounce out. It's basically like like yeah. you can wing foot, you know, 2020 it or whatever, you know, whatever that fall tournament that, uh, that Bryson won. Yeah, and then, like the the problem is like the, these guys are so good, and like the the wedges are so good, the balls so good that like you're ha- the to make it like a one shot penalty rough, you literally have to be like this. <laughs> it has to be like just chunk out rough, and like if there's My anything, example we, is as, was it Wyndham Clark at the U.S. Open? That guy shanks oh, it the, off the first those, tee. Those, those those fairways were way. Too, that was like 18, an 18, yard excuse me, the 18th fairway. With yeah, the that's US Open online, and he goes sixty yards right, and it's sitting in the fairway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. On. No, I, I, I just think like, yeah, totally. The the ball, I don't think the balls be that big of a deal. I think the driver heads for those guys would be really cool to see, like going back to something smaller, like even even like the turn of the century, like the Titleist, it was like the nine seventy five. The like Tiger won all the all those majors in 20, uh, 2000, 2001, like that, that head was like this big and he was yeah. absolutely piping it. Like going back to that even would add a little bit more drama where like you have to really hit on the screws 
you know? Get a little I curve agree. in the ball. I agree. Uh, let's talk. These, let's guys, talk these guys are pampered. They're, they're, they're a bunch of complainers. Well, next topic, What what is Liv going to do? Are they going to roll it back? Or are they just going to be the fun entertainment? Yeah, yeah, Bryson, one of the guys, like, these guys didn't come out to see me uh, not hit as far as I can. It's like, all right, whatever, man. Hey, whoa, whoa, tone down the Bryson slander. I got a futures ticket. Uh oh. Oh, come with on. With illegal, his illegal driver. I went to that website and I'm like, I, I didn't even feel like comfortable putting my credit card on drive contest driver. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> yeah. so, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to put my credit card in on here. But you want to talk Rom? Apparently yeah. he's going. Okay, so so I guess there's two questions. Number one, does he sign a contract and get a wire transfer for a shit ton of money? Yeah. Number two, if he does that, does he actually end up playing any live events, or does he like somehow get this like get the bag, knowing that like in January they're going to come to an agreement and he can still play the farmers in February? Like, is he going to somehow be able to get the live money and then be playing PGA Tour events in 2024? I think there's a, I think that's the way he would like definitely do it. If if he's basically told like there will be a, like a remerger, you'll be like on a live team, you'll you'll own that, you'll have like the equity of that, but you'll also be able to do X Y Z on the European or the PGA Tour. I, I don't know how it's going to work, but. I, can't I don't know about 24, but fan. definitely moving forward in 25 and beyond because of the agreement. Yeah. It's just, it's just so much. It's so Masters much. Masters dinner champion will be a live member. Yeah. Well, it's like, like at some point there's like, there's just so much money where it's like, okay, if I win, you know, three PGA tour events for the next 10 years, and I get to 30, like, does that matter? Like no, all is, all people are gonna say is how many majors did you win? So majors. if you can play all four majors, and then basically like tune up at some event, whether it's live or PGA, and if you can still play the Ryder Cup, which is the big question, right? Because especially after this last one, if he does something and takes three hundred six hundred million dollars or whatever, and isn't playing at Bethpage because of it. Like that would be, that would be like the what the fuck did you do moment. No, no Spaniard too, and they have such a tradition with the Ryder Cup. Like, I, I think, like if you're if you're Rory, and and like you and Rom just like carried this team and Hovland, right? Those three guys carried them, and Rom is just like, yeah, like. Yeah, whatever. I'm gonna get banned, but like we had a good run. Like maybe I'll see you in 2030 or something like that. Like I'm once, so once every two years versus okay. Now I only have to play 14 hit and giggles plus four majors. The rest of the time I, I'm from Spain. The rest of the time I could just spend in Spain with my family instead yeah. of you know teeing it up at the AT and T pro am. I I I totally get the the international guys. Like it makes so much more sense, right? Because like they really? already. They already like basically left wherever they're coming from, whether it's Australia yeah. or South America or South Africa or you know uh, Chile or Argentina, wherever these some of these guys are. Europe, yeah. like they already were like, okay, we're gonna go to the you know play on the PGA Tour because the PGA Tour has more money than the European Tour or the Australian Tour or the South African Tour or whatever. So like they left to like 
do something. So they're, I feel like they're more free agents. It's the U S yeah. guys. that are kind of like the U the PGA is for the U S guy. It's, it's a, it's more of a sellout move. But let's say you don't want to raise your kid as an American because you grew up in another country. And now yeah. you could basically raise your kids in South Africa. Oh, totally get it for the international guys. Yeah. And like, like Rom, it would, I guess would be in that bucket, but. Well, Liv is smart though. So they got Cam Smith. So they have the Australia event, which they'll probably eventually go to two Australia events. And that, in Australia, they don't care. They love that Liv event. That was huge. Spain, they play in Valderrama. Now Spain, they have Sergio and Rom. That event yep. is going to be huge. I mean, it's you, really just the you, U.S. You think he's 100% going? That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. I, it, There's it's too crazy. many leaks at this point for him to be going. It's the Michael Scott paper company. I think he's looking, I'm going to get $600 million. And then a year from now when they join, I'm going to be able to play <clears> the uh, Farmers and the Phoenix Open because they're going to let live players play X events. <clears throat> Do you think okay, is John Rahm on the 2025 Beth Page Black Ryder Cup team? I think so. You think so? And so he's going to get paid and get it. Westwood, Sergio, uh, Poulter. There, there will be they, they will mend fences. Yeah, I, I can't like I can't imagine he does it unless he knows he'll be in the Ryder Cup. I don't know how he does that, but like, I can't imagine he, he there's $600 like $600 million dollars and you get a four to five month off season to spend in Spain. I'm signing. Oh, there, there's, oh, there's, there's a million reasons to do it. Oh, totally. Or 600 million reasons to do it for sure. And him and Phil are boys, him and Sergio are boys. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's over now because you got Rom, you have Brooks, you have Cam Smith, you have Bryson. I mean, Brooks and Rom are are big boys in terms of the majors. I still think Cam Smith gets another one just because he puts the lights out. So, do you think what it are changes- you going to do though if if you have Brooks and let's say Brooks and Rom both win a major again this year? I mean, yeah. What what are we doing here? Well, so the the other question is, like, if if Rom signs, there's at least what three other guys that immediately go with him, right? Like, it's probably, if he he goes, it's Xander, it's Cantlay, and there's one other guy that I just, I'm not thinking of, they'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, he's the 15th ranked guy. Um, Xander, Cantlay are definitely a package. The only reason I think Xander and Cantlay haven't gone is they don't have the major exemptions. They don't have the, yeah, they don't have the major exemptions, which is definitely one thing, for sure. but I feel like they both, they're both not needle movers and they're both kind of like villains. I don't know. I hate them both. So I don't care if they go. Um, but it feels like they, they like hesitated probably just because the majors are probably right. Um, but I, I think if, if Rom signs, it won't be like just John Rom going. There'll be a couple other guys will be like, oh, well, if Rom's doing it, like I'll do it. Yeah, I agree. Who are the other major winners that are still on? PGA Tour that would fit that category. I don't think any like the cornbread eating, you know, Americana, Sam Burns, Scheffler, they're never going. These guys are USA guys. I'm trying to just think of the Ryder Cup. Ludwig is not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, like like Hoblin. Like Hoblin hasn't won his major yet. 
Yeah. So, wait, did he? No, he didn't win the PGA. No, he won, not the, yet. PGA. He won uh, the playoff. Of course, won the PGA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's that's the tough part. Um, but the live strategy is like they have the South African guys. They have the Australian guy. They have the Spain guy. They really just don't have a hold in the USA. And I don't really know the perception of them abroad or what their TV ratings are. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, trying, I'm looking. I'm just looking at some like some of the major winners to see if there's anyone that sticks out. They have. Like they Hideki, have a like pretty Hideki, big monopoly. Hideki get the Hideki would be one, right? Didn't he? Didn't he have an offer for like six hundred million? He turned it down because the Japanese market is the next biggest golf market outside the U.S. He's so key to the PGA. People don't yeah, realize uh, how huge he is with all the sponsors too. Yeah, but like, like, so, so if if Rom calls him up and is like, "Dude, what? We both won the major, the Masters. Like, we're in. Like, I took it. <laughs> take it. Take it." Yeah. Like, why? Why wouldn't Hideki go? I mean, you, you could. You well, could. There's a scenario where, like, all of a sudden, like, like Max Homa is winning like eight events next year because it's like just Max, Scheffler. Uh, Rory. No, the PGA like, still has a ton of studs, man. They still do, but like not like that caliber, right? Like Rom, Rom's definitely like when Rom's in the yeah, field, Holmes, you're like, yeah, yeah. Home is not in that caliber, yeah. No, but if like if you take out if you take out like Chef uh, Shoffley and Cantlay and maybe Hideki nice. or like a couple other guys, then everyone just rises, right? Like. Like you're gonna automatically go from the tenth ranked player to the sixth ranked player if four guys above you leave, you know? I agree. I also think that once Tiger tees up in the champions, the champions ratings are gonna be better than the PGA ratings. Oh, I couldn't care less where Tiger plays. Like I'll I'll watch him play putt putt, right? Like that's yeah. my eyeballs are on Tiger Woods for sure. <laughs> the, yeah. the, cha- the champions ratings are gonna be through the roof. Do you think he plays champions? I think he's gonna play the champions. I guess he would play the champ. I, I guess I, I hadn't really thought about that. I guess he would play the champions to like get the winning feeling, right? If he's like, if he just needs to can win. Can you use a card on the champions? Can you cart? Can you use a card on the champion? Cart, 54 holes. Cart. Yeah. I cart. mean, yeah. Oh, man. Tiger Woods coming down, t- coming down the back nine at. The uh, the senior open or something like that. Oh, it'd be awesome. Plus, you have the merger happening eventually with Liv or whatever agreement they sign. Yeah, these guys are going to be playing on both tours if they want. I don't like if if they if they just done this smart. Like, why wouldn't you just do the PGA Tour stuff? Make some modifications where you you like you make a a better class of of tournament, and then just make like. After the Ryder Cup through the end of the year, some like not as serious team events, like a live style. Yeah. It's so easy. For example, this weekend is the Grant Thornton. It's only 20 teams. It's it's a male, female. I mean, I'm gonna watch it because oh, I yeah. gotta but <laughs> these ratings are gonna be nothing. Nothing. Also, I, I keep on keep on thinking towards the Ryder Cup for uh 2025. And like how, how bad the U.S. is at like preparing for it. Why don't they do like they gotta ask? 
how they got all the guys to buy in for the dream team, right? Like for the, for the Ryder cup, everyone's like, ah, like my schedule. I don't know if I could get there early enough, blah, blah. Like for the dream team, they went around, they like convinced Jordan, like, Hey, you got to buy in. You got to come. We're going to practice all together in Las Vegas. We're going to go to Monte Carlo. We're going to live in Monte Carlo for a month. We're going to be acclimated. To the, and like, they got all these guys that were way bigger, like athlete superstars than any of the golfers combined. And somehow they convinced yeah. all those guys who play a much more rigorous, have to show up to practice full season. They took their summer off to do this. Right. Like, why can't you just go like, and that wasn't like, Hey, Jordan, like no big deal. Like we're going to play Angola, you know, on August 1st, like just get there, you know, the morning of we're going to smoke them by 50. Right. But just make sure you're there. Like that's basically what like our team did for the Ryder cup. No, yeah. they were like, Hey, if we need you bought in, we need you there from June for the next two months. Everyone's going to be there practicing, doing the whole thing. Why doesn't the why doesn't the Ryder Cup U.S. captain just do the same thing? Be like, hey, here are the guys that would qualify. Will you guys all come and two weeks before the event, we're there. And we're yeah. practicing. We're like, you're going to listen to what I say. Or, hey, if you're, that's not what you're into, if that's going to screw up your vacation schedule, like, no big deal. McGee's coming to your place. Like, no big deal. Like, but I, I need... Twelve guys who are going to follow this schedule and lay yeah. out the schedule of like this is the proper way to prepare. Like you were going to go try to win the U.S. like the U.S. Open, we're going to do the same way. You're not going to show up late, jet lagged, whatever. Like, and if yeah, you're, you're not in your wine age, tasting with your wife on Saturday, yeah, be like, I don't know, like, like if you want to be part of this team, like you got to buy in. We win in Europe if we just did it right. Speaking of that, they they got to worry about the Presidents Cup. The, those but, Koreans can play, man. Well, I mean, if if the Lib guy, if there's an agreement, and all of a sudden you got Cam Smith and some of those guys coming back on the team, it could be a yeah. boomerang. Yeah, really, Cam Smith, maybe Neiman. But yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like I feel like when they all signed, I don't remember where all the names were, but like a lot of the like South Africans Neiman and like the South African guys, and um, who was the guy that that. Finished second in the PGA. Oh yeah, Mito. Mito. Yeah, like they, they definitely lost like six guys around the eve of that tournament. They could lose but the president's cup. They, came back. they can use they could lose the president's cup this year. Not this we'll, year. Not we'll, unless we have plenty if of there's time. Merger and they come back, yeah. We'll see. Uh, we're a little a little early for President's Cup talk. Hey, never too early. I love I love the team golf. Anyway, all right. Where are we going next? College football? Longhorns? Hook Seminoles? I don't have any I don't have anything really to add. I mean Was there FSU any way they could have left out the SEC? How could they have left out the SEC? They didn't have the stones to do it. Unfortunately right, like right now, like DeSantis is suing Florida <laughs> State, I guess made a little bit of noise. Like Florida State deserve to be in. Because everyone's talking about it too. Yeah, they lost their quarterback. Louisville was a fifteen top fifteen team, and they beat them, and they got left out. So, the like, problem is at Texas beat Alabama. I think if Texas yeah. hadn't in, beaten Alabama in Alabama, in Alabama yeah. so like it was on the road, so they couldn't justify they couldn't justify 
uh, putting Alabama in, but not Texas is why. Exactly. Exactly. They got well, screwed, like, man. I don't know what other like, way to say it. If, but so I, I was thinking about this today. Like, <clears throat> I haven't heard a peep from uh, Davo Sweeney or like anyone else from the ACC being like they were robbed. But if you had no SEC team, right? Like, you'd hear from every single, you'd hear from Georgia, you'd hear from Saban, you'd hear from the commission, you'd hear from all these SEC guys. Like, they would all be like, it was an injustice to all of us. And I feel like the only people that are, that are like complaining about it on FSU side is FSU, which they definitely have a case. And DeSantis, that's it. It's not a real playoff. It's a fake playoff for money and entertainment. They weren't leaving <laughs> out Saban, Nick Saban, Alabama. No. It's just not happening. But it's like, I was looking back at, um, at like who's participating in this thing, right? For the last, I know the conversation is going to change, but for the last 20 years or whatever it's been, it's like there's a power five, right? So already you're saying there's five power conferences. We're going to have a four team playoff. Like that's idiotic in its own. And then like half the years, either a Notre Dame or two SEC teams came in. So it was like most years, there was like at max three out of five conference championships champions in this thing. Like even that is just beyond comprehension. Like the they're, going to a is, team, they're going to a 12 team playoff. So it doesn't really matter, but yeah, if you're a 13, you can't really complain because you're going to be minus three plus 25 in the first game anyway. Right. I actually think college football, it's talk about bifurcation. It's now getting, even if you are at like a wake forest or a North Carolina or Duke, and you're a freshman and you're good, even if you like your coach, you're going to enter the portal because you can get 750K to go play at a different school. And if you're How truly you like... How's that guy left? Yeah, he's... He left. Like, yeah. He's a starting quarterback. Where, where, where are you going? Yeah. St- right? It's like... You're like the, the, Michigan, Notre Dame, the Notre Dame Michigan. guy this year. The Notre Dame guy this year was from Wake Forest and Notre Dame's like... Yeah, we'll pay a million bucks to come on over here for eleven games. Yeah, I, I just those, I those like the Syracuse's, the Wake. Even if you get lucky recruiting, and the guy's a stud, he's gonna leave. Gonna leave. Oh yeah, and I don't blame the kid. Why? Like you're not gonna leave a million dollars on the table if you're 19 because you might not ever go to the NFL anyways. Yeah, well, you, you've got to do it. But it's just gonna be. It's going to be just an exhibition for those top ten teams that could pay uh, yeah. the guys. If, yeah, it's, it's going to be there's there's going to be. I guess you could say there's going to be like 15 programs that potentially matter, right? Like yeah. if 12 get in every year, there's 12 yeah. and then a couple of bubble teams, and that's like that's kind of it. Well, like how in the world could a Mississippi State or a Vanderbilt ever could be? Because even if let's say they get a guy who is a three star quarterback, and just because he went to a small school and he turns out to be a stud and you, he starts as a freshman. He's getting yeah. a million dollar package from Alabama to transfer over next year. It's a, yeah, it's crazy. Well, speaking but of Longhorn, what are you thinking? Are you thinking ahead? Are you thinking of taking Washington? Or are you going to wait? We could potentially go for the middle. Washington's four and a half. Longhorns okay. by three. Right. Like I think it'd be silly not to do like at least one unit. We've got ten units to play with, right? Yeah, we're ten to one. Yeah, 10 to 1. So, like, it'd be silly to lose any money on this bet, especially because you're getting plus odds. 
Yeah. Um, like if you take like straight money line or you can middle it. So like, there's no reason why we lose money on this thing. <clears throat> the only problem is you got to do it twice. Yeah. So maybe it's, well, I don't know what they, were they like plus 140, plus 130, something like that. So oh, like, like to, uh, in just the Washington like set, set 70 bucks on, on Washington money line, right. To break even on the bet. Yeah. And then like, it's really not, it doesn't impact like the overall. At all. We, we have, we have, we have a few weeks. I definitely agree with you. I, I don't want to go in where if Washington pulls the upset, I'm sitting there after. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, dude, like if we sweat that out, we got lucky on selection day and then like, yeah. Nothing. I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm we're at the national title game where we're either winning seven hundred or we're winning two hundred type of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, man, we're, one. I was, and like you said, on that text, sudden, what was it? No, I, I, I was sweating out this the selection, and then all of a sudden it was like I was looking at the odds and like they're gonna be number three. I'm like, unbelievable. The only reason I wasn't sweating out the selection is there is no way they could have put in Bam over them with the head to head win. Uh, yes, I, I guess, I guess I just thought that I would have been nervous if Georgia won. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. If Georgia won, then you could totally have seen a Georgia, Florida state, Washington. And then um, you leave and out the two one loss teams. They leave the two one loss the yeah. four undefeated teams. I think if Georgia wins, Texas would have been out. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and that game was like a, like a, you know, nail biter. So I was like, ah, oh, what a bummer. We came so close. And when we were talking about um, betting against uh, betting FSU right as a hedge, we could have won that and carried it over to the Texas. So it wasn't even a hedge. I, I, was thinking about, I was thinking about betting FSU, but I'm like, well, I don't want to have to bet FSU, then bet a semifinal, then bet a final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So speaking of, speaking of futures, which I might need you to place the bet, I'm, NFL futures for our yeah. listeners that are, that are still with us. I don't know what how many minutes we've gone. This this is a great at, episode. Everyone is still here. I guarantee it. I, this is a this is a winner, and I'm actually if I, my mom wasn't coming tomorrow, I might drive to the Iowa border to place this myself. All right, I got I got I got um, NFL Super Bowl winner. That's on DraftKings right now. Champion specials. NFC conference is minus one twenty five to win the Super Bowl over the AFC. Right now, NFC is minus one twenty five. AFC is plus one hundred. I like the NFC minus one twenty five. You have the Niners, Eagles, and Cowboys as your three picks. The AFC is pretty is pretty wide open. I don't think the Jags are doing it. The Chiefs haven't looked great. Maybe the Ravens. And my logic is, if you get to this, it's going to be the 49ers, the Cowboys, or the Eagles. Yep. And if you get to the Super Bowl, yep. it doesn't matter who they play. I think they will be favored. And at that point, they're going to be way higher than minus 125. So, yeah, I, I'd say wait, what's what's the what's the line NFC AFC, not the money line. Uh, no, it's just money line. They don't they don't have an offer on this. Right? They don't have a NFC minus two and a half or something like that. Uh, maybe they do. I'd have to look. But this is what I'm looking <laughs> at. Minus 125. And plus one hundred and minus one twenty five is what a minus one minus one and a half line basically. Yeah, that champion specials. Yeah, instead, you're right. Because instead, if you bet the uh, Eagles, Cowboys, and Niners all money line, it works out to less than that basically. Yeah. So, because I, I think the Niners are the best team, and the, this, the Niners are like are they're like too good right now. 
They're just and machine. And it's more of a fade the AFC. I mean, Kansas City is a shell of itself. Yeah. I mean, you get some magic going. Like, they could still make a run, right? But it's not like they're head above anyone else, for sure. Totally agree. Maybe the Ravens, but do you really think, like, the Jags or Miami are winning the Super Bowl? I still think that the, the Ravens can be figured out in the playoffs. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. I like the NFC, so. And, and Miami's Miami's done what they've done against, like, the good teams, which is, like, if they're rolling, they're just a snowball going downhill. But Yeah, like, I mean, Miami's covering the game plan. Yeah. Right. right. They're, they're a pretty boy. You know, Burroughs hurt. I mean, something to think well, yeah, about. AFC is not. So uh, if you had to predict it right now, it's Niners who? Ravens. Niners, Ravens. Niners, Ravens. Oh, we had that. What? That was 2014. Joe Flacco. That was the Harbaugh Bowl, right? The Harbaugh Bowl with Kaepernick. Yeah. Niners, Ravens. Right. I'm still holding out hope that the Bills could sneak in because I do believe the AFC is wide open. (laughs) That the AFC could have a surprise winner. AFC could definitely have a surprise winner. Like it, I just mentioned Joe Flacco. Like, what if it's the Joe Flacco is Tommy Maddox or John Elway, right? Coming in at, at 38, leads a great defense into the playoffs. I took the Rams and I watched that game. He didn't look that bad. He definitely looked better than their other two options. Three days of practice or whatever, right? Yeah. Like at least he can. He's, he's still tall. He can still yeah. throw the ball. They have a good run, run game. They have a good defense. Give me a few. Give me a few deep balls a game. Oh, just the Joe Flacco pass interference. Yeah, Flacco went out for McDonald's after the Super Bowl. Always liked him ever since that moment. Here's the trivia question for you. Ooh, this is good. All right, there's there are five and it. You're going to get one because of Joe Flacco, but there are five colleges that graduated both a um, president in the United States and a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Well, Delaware now because of Biden, right? Del- Delaware. Well, he, he went to Syracuse. Biden went to Syracuse for law school. Biden, 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 Delaware. Yeah. So De- Biden and Flacco. Michigan. Michigan. Um, Oh, Brady. Uh, Army or Navy? Uh, I think it's the Naval Academy, I think. Um, Stanford? Stanford. And the Walmart? last one. Nope. Last one's what? tough. I can't remember what the president is, but uh, I'll give you a hint. He won multiple, multiple Super Bowls, including one when we were in college. <clears throat> you, you know someone who went to this school. Played it. Played in Pennsylvania. Hit me. Miami, Ohio, has has oh. some president from like the eighteen hundreds in Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> yes, Miami <laughs> University, as they like to call Miami it. U. Yeah. Miami U. Yeah. Wow. I knew that. Break I knew five. they had some presidents. Five, five programs. Break that one out. That's a good one. I don't have a trivia question and, prepared for you. And and you can and you can go even more. There's only one program that also has a Super Bowl winning head coach. There's only one program that has a president, Super Bowl quarterback, and Super Bowl coach. Yeah, because it's, it's got to be one of the five. 
and McVay won a oh, Super Bowl and, and played Miami. Yeah. So like, yeah, so Miami, Ohio has this like very random cradle of coaches, they call it. Cradle of coaches, Ohio. Yeah, I don't. Do you have any NFL takes since we're here? I mean, we're coming up on a long time here. Buccaneers are one. I can be on top of the NFC South at four o'clock on Sunday after they beat the Falcons. That I is think the work they lost six out of seven games, and, and they have the chance to have tiebreakers to be on top of the division in Week fourteen. I, I don't know what to say. I know we're picking five for our contest, and I'm not just saying this to be like a humble douche. 68%. (laughs) But I truly would not pick one game if it weren't for the contest this week with real money. I'm just from looking at the lines right now. There's nothing nothing that looks good to me right now. Oh, man. Yeah, let's see. Early quick picks before we log off. I actually think it could be a good week to tease a lot of the dogs up. Like, for example, the Patriots to 12. Um, the Bills to 8.5. I don't think they've lost by more than a touchdown all year. Things mm. like that. Because there's nothing I re- Or like the Eagles-Cowboys. Teasing Easy. the Eagles up to 9.5. What do you think about the Vikings at the Raiders? I'm not sure where the Vikings are going to start a quarterback. Yeah. They might start Nick Mullins. Okay, here's a question for you. Why are there two Monday Night Football games? Dude, I, I feel like we, we asked that same question the first two weeks of the season, didn't they? Have, okay, didn't I, they get, have... I get week one, they do it as like the intro to the season, but this is like the most random week to do it ever. Didn't they do like three Monday Night Games this season? It was like two early ones and one West Coast. It was something really wacky. My only logic is, is it because it's, who has Monday night? Is it ABC or ESPN now? ESPN? Uh, well, it's ESPN, but I think it's also broadcast on ABC. Is it because um, ESPN has bowl games the following week or something like that? That's stupid. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And what, what time are these games at? It's, uh, like, are they even staggered well? I don't even know. No, they're both kicking off at the exact same time. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> and they're two horrible games. And they're two horrible games. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Horrible. I mean, I'll be watching them because business is slow and nothing's going to happen between now and the end of the year. So I'll, I'll be tuning in. Uh, yeah, sign me up. But still, I guess the game of the week, Eagles-Cowboys. Yeah. Huge. Monster game. Cowboys minus three and a half at home right now. Getting the hook. I'm I'm putting the Eagles to nine and a half in a teaser. That's very reasonable. Like, <laughs> like, well, yeah. instead of betting the game straight up, I don't have enough. No, I, I know. I had, it makes total sense. Do you have any other takes or should I give you my, my mom, my mo- absurd mom request? Bring it on. My mom is flying tomorrow. Uh, she lands about 11.30. She's asked me to bring her a cup of coffee with me when I pick her up to be able to hand it to her. Okay? I think that's a little absurd. Okay? You can, I told her, 
you can't get a cup of coffee at the airport. How many coffee places will she pass between the gate and your car? Ten. She can also ask the flight attendant during drink service for a cup of coffee. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, you My you only- gotta you gotta map out go figure out the gate. Go on to like the the airport map and be like, Mom, there's a Starbucks. There's a Dunkin'. Like on, go out your gate. Take a left. It's yeah. right there. <laughs> I told her I'm, I'm not bringing with one with me. I'm I could be in the cell phone lot. Your luggage might not come out, and it's cold. I'm like, Just we'll get cold. a cup of coffee on the drive home. I'll I'll stop. <laughs> I'll pull off the road. We're gonna pass 35 coffee shops because I live 20 minutes from the airport. Is she taking like a red eye in? She's gonna be just gassed. No, she lands at eleven thirty. She lands at eleven thirty in the morning. It's a very reasonable time. Absurd request. <laughs> Anything this else? Is, she she wants something to eat. No, we'll get something to eat. But she she didn't ask for anything to eat. She just just a cup of coffee. Can you bring me a cup of coffee when you pick me up? <laughs> it's just uh, I I. You th- Seinfeld and Del Boca Vista makes more sense as my parents age. Oh, and my parents still live in Western New York. And my mom complains that I'm like, well, mom, I'm not spending $3,000 to fly my family to come see you to go to Buffalo, New York in February. Yeah. I was sorry. Like, I go, if you want to move to Del Boca Vista, I guarantee you we'd be there every spring break. Cool for the kids. Like warm weather done. I know. Any three, four-day weekend in the winter in Minnesota, we would fly down to see you, Mom. We're not flying yeah. to Buffalo. You got airfare. You guys got accommodations. It's perfect. Like, yeah. Cup, I just had to share that with our audience. Cup of coffee. Oh, Can gosh. you bring me a cup of coffee when you pick me up? It's there's, there's no scenario where you time it where it's like the right temperature by the time she shows up. It's also just absurd. I mean, what at what point? Am I pulling off the highway and getting this cup of coffee? I live 20 minutes from the airport. Okay, that's not bad. No, but I mean, where, where, where am I going? Where are you getting, okay, so we're going to go for the cup of coffee after you uh, pick her up. I like this mom and pop coffee shop about five minutes south of my house. But she's okay. a Dunkin' Donuts gal. You got Dunkin's over there? Yeah, we have a couple, but they're nothing like the East Coast. They're horrible here. Yeah. So. Was it Tim Hortons? No, we don't have Tim Hortons here. That's more did. where my parents live. Okay. The All most right, popular yeah. Tim Hortons is by my parents. This thing always has a line. It's very regional. We have Caribou Coffee here, which is like the regional chain that's popular. Okay. Yeah, Sucks, yeah, yeah. But mom and pop shop. All right. So you're going to get her mom and pop coffee black? I go black. My joke with my mom. Okay. <laughs> no, my joke with my mom. And anyone still listening, no one's gonna be offended by this. We, we had to do two weeks worth of coverage, you know. Try try this move next time you're with like a 74-year-old white woman and you're staring at a hipster barista and she orders her coffee black. Look the hipster barista in the eyes and go, just like her men. <laughs> It, I'm Chris. telling you, the, the joke nails every time. <laughs> I there is if I said that, my mom would have absolutely no fucking idea. She'd be like, "What? 
<laughs> no, not with your mom, just to see the reaction of the barista. Oh, from the barista. Because my mom, my mom has like those like 74-year-old white women sweaters that she wears too, especially in the winter. It'll be oh, like yeah. a white turtleneck with like a red sweater that I don't oh, even yeah. know where these are available, but like seven year old women. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, they made them 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what we got going on. Oh my God. I love it. And you got anything for me? You know, holiday season, torn rotator cuff, you know, we're just, just living. I got a few, I got a few more things then. Oh, Local theaters yeah. playing yeah. some of the old, 80s and 90s Christmas movies. So I'm going to go see Christmas Vacation on the big screen. I'm pretty excited about that. Okay. okay. We had a we had a friends over the other day with their daughter. They told me, the guy, I like this guy. He told me his favorite Christmas movie, The Ref with Dennis Leary. Never even thought of it as a Christmas movie. I've never even seen it. Never even heard of it. It's funny. The I Ref. haven't seen it. In, I haven't seen it in 25 years with Dennis Leary. He says he watches The Ref every year. 1994. Yeah. Dennis Leary, Kevin Space. What the? F- yeah. it's. <laughs> I haven't seen it in years, but since he mentioned it, I'm, I added it to the queue for Christmas movies. You know what? If you have time. I know you're busy. The Ref. All right. The Ref. Bad Santa. Bad Santa. Die Hard. Even though I don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Always yeah. love an excuse to watch Die Hard. Oh, speaking of things to watch, I might be like way late to this game, but have you watched Welcome to Wrexham? No. It's good. I'll check it's it out. good. So we, we started, we finally started watching um, Ted Lasso. Did you watch that one? Season one. I got to say, unpopular opinion, I don't get it. It's not that good. <laughs> Everyone's I like, like oh my god it's like it's it's cute it's sweet it's adorable i i feel like you know eight out of ten episodes i don't laugh like out loud it's like oh that's like yeah no i knew he was yeah i know he, what he's doing but like yeah and then they, the the episode ends and i'm like there's no plot advancement i didn't really laugh that hard there's no susp- i don't really care what happens next i'm just like watching this guy like Go about as bit horrible. I, I really don't like it. But welcome to Wrexham. If you if you watched a couple of Ted Lassos, it's real life Ted Lasso. It's amazing. All right. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so I'm gonna put it on the list. Twenty minute episodes because I guess it was on FX, so it's one of those like thirty minute time slot runtime twenty two oh one plus credits plus commercials. So like you, you can do three three in an hour, like no problem. And, uh, and like, I am I actually haven't Googled it because like it's, I'm in like 2021 or something like that yeah. for like where the season is. So obviously stuff actually happened and like yeah. I don't want to know because it's like, I want to be surprised if they win games or they advance or get relegated or whatever. So yeah, it's really cool. That was like what, that's how the formula one show worked for me. Cause I had no idea what the results were. I no was idea. Like, okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. add it to the list. I'm still on Sopranos. I'm in season three now. And this is... It's, squeeze in Wrexham. How, I'm sorry? Squeeze, squeeze in Wrexham. It'd be good to talk I'll, about. I'll add it to the list. I got nothing else. That's it. And we got to work on how to end the shows. We don't know how to end them, but that's okay. 
you know, it's, it's, I, I think our listeners just drop off and we're going to just drop off too. <laughs> All right. I'm hanging up. All right. See you, buddy. Thanks for listening.